Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Behavior, thank you, you guys. Behavior, when you're under a certain anointing. Yeah. Those who are not shouting, also you're under the anointing. Shout for yourself also. It's such an, an honor for me to be here. Both an honor and I don't know how else to put it. A dios feeding. Do you understand? Hmm. You know that dios feeding. <laughs> A holy awe of this platform. We are like, mm, okay. And I'm very aware that I am not here by my own. Is it volition? Volition. E, volition. Eh? Yeah. And it's so funny that today morning, where is Pastor Lizzie? She's there. Today morning, uh, I was listening to a, a sermon. I think it was a Christmas sermon. where Apostle was saying that I'm the most loved person. Don't check in Google, don't check in Google. Then he said, also you can say it. So I was in the bathroom saying, I'm the most loved person in this entire universe. And I said it, and I said it, and I'm like, am I stealing Apostle's line? But you know, eh? the anointing flows. We are so loved. We are so loved. And I was thinking about people in my life that have brought me to this point. And yes, God, and I'm coming to God, but I have, there's a gentleman out there and a lady out there called Dr. Tusu and Mrs. Dokas Tusu Vida. You know her name is Vagade. Can you imagine? Yes that they brought me into this life and I've had no issues. I have had the honor, you know, before I used to want to, I was embarrassed about the fact that when I introduced my family, it is mother, father, children. I'm not the second child of mommy and the fifth child of daddy. And I used to be like, mm, try and fit in. But I realized that it's something I must celebrate because that's the kingdom way. And so I celebrate it. I celebrate my father for loving my mother. I celebrate my mother for teaching me how to be a submissive wife, for taking care of us, for making sure we went to the right schools, for never having to think about school fees a day in our lives, for keeping us in a loving home. I don't know that people fight. I don't know about divorce. I don't know luck. I know I don't know those things. 
that through them I have known the love of God. It has been easier for me to receive God, our Heavenly Father, because of my parents. And I celebrate them. I celebrate them. That they are together and they are married and they are happy. It's not obvious. And I receive that anointing for myself and everyone that is in this room. Yes, for everyone here. You're for signs and wonders. <laughs> I celebrate them so much. I really wouldn't for, for allowing us to start a church. At a time when people in Kanung were being burnt in a church, those were the times in which we were like, we are starting a church. And they released me. When I was younger, and in Sunday school, because I've been singing all my life. We did a Christmas play. We did a Christmas play. And so we went on tour. To different churches. And my dad would drive me around. Saint Roku, what? Drive me around. He's been there for every concert, every what? You people, you know. So I celebrate him. <laughs> the next person I want to celebrate is Dr. Okulo. The one I'm married to, not his father, but I also celebrate him. He's watching. I celebrate him. You see, after my parents investing so much in me and wanting me to have an incredibly good life, and releasing me into ministry, it's very possible that I could have married a man who blocked it. But then, I meet a man who not only doesn't block it, but he catalyzes it. <laughs> Catalyzing me for spiritual, social, and economic growth. Hey. The good doctor. I've never experienced him as a doctor. I remember have, when I had my first child, I'm like, you're the one going to, you're the one. He said, I can't. I know many of you have experienced him as a, a really, really, really good doctor. I've experienced a husband, a friend. You're such a people. Dr. Kulo is kind. He's so kind. He's so kind. He's so generous. He's so intelligent. At our home, my parents' home, biological, when we have guests from outside countries, because I'm the doctor of Dr. Tusu. So the guests who come speak English, use words like allude. <laughs> the side cabin between my mom and my sister is Emma coming. Please, he needs to come and help with the KB because we cannot handle. I just was like, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, I celebrate you so, 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 so much. <laughs> so then in that whole mix, hmm, my parents have brought me up, opened doors, given me opportunity, released me to ministry. Hey, hey, they've given me to this man. Hey? who has loved me over what 
And then this gentleman here, in his utter confidence in himself and his identity in Christ, allows me to be submitted to another man. Yes. Yes. And this is the man I'd like to celebrate. You people, how many of you know a person who is so hell-bent on making sure that everyone around them can succeed above them? Do you understand? There are people who want you to succeed, but succeed... Hmm? But Apostle Moses is so hell-bent on making sure that the people around him succeed and overtake him. <laughs> because, you guys, if, where am I even teaching? On a day he should be teaching. Do you understand? He's so... Let me not say hell-bent. It's such a bad word. He's so heaven-bent... Eh. He's so heaven bent on making sure that each of you, everyone, look, how many people do you know have a desire for 30,000 people to own their own homes? That's a desire. He wants us all to be billionaires. At a Mulimu shillings, but I want you to understand that it's in US dollars. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How many of you know churches where a woman can stand here and teach, teach any haule, any haule? Any haule, any haule. Uh, do you know that? Do you know that place? Are they there? Do you know them? How many are they? And even fronts them as leaders. Hey! I walked into Come Alive Ministries, the worship team, when I was 19. Two, two months shy of turning 20. And I've lived a life of significance for the last 20 years. And I have a apostle to thank. So please, if you're clapping, real clap. Real clap. Look at that picture. Can you see the love oozing out of it? Eh? Hey. So, Apostle, thank you so, 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 so much. Thank you so much for giving me and many other people significance. Thank you that because of you, <laughs> you guys, I was looking through my phone the other day. I have so many numbers of pastors, and, and pastors are VIPs. Do you click? I have so many numbers of VIPs, so many. Do you know what Apostle has done for me? That there are pastors who call me mama. Pastors. Oh, it. Eh. So thank you. Thank you for, 
for just seeing, I've told you before that the first person who ever used the word apostle and prophet over me was apostle. And this was like in 2010, you guys. Pastor Jeremy, do you remember me in 2010? Did you see any of those things? It was sort of like, ah, okay, <laughs> songs moving right along. As in, what does that even mean? So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Apostle. Let's clap our hands one more time. And you may take your seats. One day I'm going to do Chota Suvira, eh? you'll fear me. Yesterday, at Garage, I thought about the fact that serving God is not obvious. In the sense that, how does God choose you and I as a vessel and a tool to serve him? You know when you're picking a car to drive, eh? You first look at this one, you're like, eh, I don't like it. Because you want to use it for a specific thing, right? Mm, then you try out this one, then finally you find the one. And you're like, this is the car I'm going to drive. That was the thought in my head. That God is there thinking, how do I show the people on earth that I love them? How do I show the people on earth that they have significance. How do I show the people on earth who I am? And then he chooses you and I. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't be there feeling like, yeah, of course you chose me. I'm the worthy vessel. I said, God, thank you. I was speaking to mechanics. Sometimes you think you're leaving your home at 5.30 in the morning to be at your location at 6 a.m. And you think, I'm just on the guest experience team. I'm just on the worship team. I'm just part of the people cleaning. And you don't realize that you're the car God chose to drive. That, because me thinks that God's standards are don't you? They just be like. Because his mission on earth is super important. And then he chooses you. Thank you for choosing me. I get the sense that there are just so many people who are feeling like. This thing that I do, is there any value in it? And I want to open your eyes to the fact that God sees the treasure in you. He goes beyond seeing the treasure in you, okay? And he deposits him, his whole self in you. Do you understand? Yeah, like he's the treasure in you. That you are the temple he chooses to reside in.
How many of you have walked into church on a Sunday morning and that hug took all your fears away? Mm. Guess experience team, if you I don't know if you can see the hugs. Some people, is Pastor Bear Roots in this? No. There have been so many testimonies about her hugs. Eh? people the only human contact they are going to have is that hug for some people the only laughter they experience is when they walk into your location the only space where they feel safe and loved is your location guys God is good and he thinks that you're worthy he thinks that you're a worthy vessel to be used. You're not just, I don't know. I don't know. So I want you to treat your service in a new light. Don't walk around like that plastic cup. I want you to walk around like that gold gauntlet with rubies and pearls that God chooses to drink from. You understand? You know that I want you to see yourself like that. I want you to see yourself like that. That, that that's the cup God uses to pour onto his people. Eh? Yeah, I want you to see yourself like that. You're that cup. You're that car. Think of a really dope car. Mm, people don't know dope cars. Say a dope car. Okay, doctor, or oh, in your world, David's okay might be a dope car, but let's let's go by general world standards. You guys, witches are okay. I'm just saying. Now let's real, you know. Wow, foot in the mouth disease. I feel like I should stop talking. But think of a really dope car. Like we also know that cars, you guys. A uh, 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 Mitsubishi. Okay, 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 you guys. Let, let me, let me, let's say this one which everyone knows. I'm Penconi, eh? You know I'm Penconi? An Mpengs, you know an Mpengs, eh? That, when God sees you, he sees an Mpengs. So like, yeah, this is the car I'm gonna use. Do you understand? Turn to your neighbor and tell them what an Mpengs is. Because guys are like, what are Mpengs? It's a V8 Land Cruiser, right? Yeah, that's an, an Mpengs. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. See, all my life. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, Oh, I 
sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice You have led me through the fire And in darkest night You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God All my life And all my life With every breath That I
God wants to use us. We all know we are in a revival, right? And I was just thinking, why us? Right? In fact, Pastor Moses Kalanzi said that we are the people where it's going to start. Why us? To be like, yeah, okay, what have we done? What is it? Why us? And yet God still wants to use us. Do you click? A big word for me this year. Last year I was telling God, what's my word <laughs> for next year? And God said, I'm giving you a second chance. Yes. And I was so grateful for that word. Because I felt like there are many words that I had received last year that hadn't come to pass, right? Have you ever been in that space where you are certain about certain things in your life? <laughs> You're like, aye, 5K, we're hitting it. Apostle spoke, we're going to Shalak. Do you know, you know when, you're, when you're certain? And, and I'm thankful that at my location, in many ways, we hit 1K. So that word came to pass. Eh? 1K DIA, 1A database, 1A 1K salvations. Well, you know. But I'm like, Mukama. 5K. Hmm? But also just that feeling where you feel like as a leader, maybe you felt you failed your leaders. I don't know. Maybe you failed your home and your children. And it's just where you're like, I think you know what I mean. You know? Like everything is okay, but you, you know. You, you know where you could be. Hmm? And I look at Pastor Moses Kalanzi. Now look at him. And I'm like, he's living in my, in my life. Do you understand? Yes. And, and so you do the pilgrimage because you're like, I must tap something by December 31st. Mwana. You know, eh? And God said, I'm giving you a second chance. Bible, yes. And you might be in the room and you're feeling that same, you know, in that same way, you're feeling stuck. We're like, I mean, I feel like. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, right? But, okay, why are the numbers stuck? Why isn't the man proposing? Yes. Yeah, because maybe a prophet has spoken. You've sown seed. Do you, you know those things? Where you're confused, you're like, what? Look, eh? you've looked for land for the location. You've looked for land. You've looked for the land. You've looked for the land. Eh? You've looked for a venue. Pastor Paul, praise the Lord. Eh? You see what's so confusing? Is Pastor Paul launched with one key. Do you understand? You can be like, 
Wanike Abadina, surely the earth should open up a location. Eh? And, 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 and I'm sure at some point she was feeling like, hmm. I don't know how else to say it, but in Uganda, Nazizachi, Nazizagwachi. Nazagwachi. What was that in English, please? Dr. Kulok, but you don't know Luganda. Um, what did they do wrong? I want direct translation. Nazagwachi. You know, you're like. <laughs> and yet. Men and women of God keep coming and saying there's a revival, something is happening, something is changing. Do you click? And God's word is true, right? Meaning it's going to come to pass, right? So Nengamba, yes, okay, kare chichi. Chichi ndaga. Show me the thing which I need to do. And what has God been showing me? He's been showing me that sometimes he wants to do a new thing. But the vessel has not yet adjusted. Oshigira. maybe you've been praying and praying and praying about your marriage and God has told you the answer is you to submit but your mind is still look that submission thing I don't understand it yet I need a revelation has the word been spoken is the promise there does God want you to have a good marriage? Sometimes it's like a thing. Apostle was teaching at school of ministry on Friday, and one of the prayers was like that he keeps saying, like, Dear Lord, please show me. I'm going to paraphrase. Please show me. If there's anything wrong in my heart that I need to deal with, and let me deal with it straight away. Why am I speaking a lot of Luganda? I like general in Dimusoga. And I say, I'm flowing. Our international audience. Then I was so thankful. I said, Jesus. Thank you for being merciful to me. Because you want a revival through me, but you're not going to multiply and health. Because, okay, if when you have 1K people, hmm, final garage attendance comes in at on a Monday. When you're 10K, when will the garage attendance come in? Does that mean you need 10 weeks or oh, one cap a day? Well, you know, like it takes you two weeks just. Do you understand? What's the get, eh? 
Nanda Ganti, okay, praise the Lord. 40,000 salvations. Clap for yourselves, you guys. Last year, 40,113. I cannot tell you the baptisms because they didn't even make 1,000. What did you get, eh? So I was like, eh? Okay, God. Teach me. Show me. Remember that song? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. People here in Christian Union. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Do you know that song? You remember it, eh? Anyway. Break me, melt me, mold me, fill me, spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Like, mm, break me, melt me. Mm? mold me, fill me and then fall afresh because there's something that you're doing Ezekiel 36 verse 26 to 28 says I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you are we reading together? Mm. let's continue I will take the heart of out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Read it out loudly. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. What is God doing in this season? There's going to be an exchange. Yes? How many of you are ready for an exchange? Oshigeda. Hmm? There's going to be an exchange. Then after that exchange, there'll be an equipping. Then after that equipping, there'll be an establishing. Let's go back to verse 26, Vera. It says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Oh my dear, how many times I felt like, God, this heart of stone, take it. Because why can't I follow simple instructions? Yes, I'm like, get out of the room to pray. Okay, God, if I leave my bed and go to that corner. Every day, I'll be doing my Bible plan. Then you check, 13 days behind. Oh, gosh, Lord Jesus. Some of you might be, what's the date today? 24th. Some of you might be 24 days behind. Hey! Mercy. 
think of hardness, I think of inflexibility. Okay? And, and there are many reasons our hearts get hardened, right? It could be sin, it could be familiarity, it could be disappointment. Eh? It, like just, but the truth is that whatever it is that caused the heart to be hardened, it is hardened. Okay? And it, you have to step aside and be like, heart, you are hardened. That bolingo is not Nangai. Bolingo Nangai is my heart. Did you know that? I know a bit of Lingala. Yes. You're like, like you really have to be like, Panangi, my heart is hardened. Do you click? Hmm? If I must get the money before on Wednesday, put it in an envelope and come with it on Sunday, why aren't I doing it? Do you click? Eh? So everything else, you're praying, you're what, but you won't prepare your offering before Sunday. Everything else is okay, is what, but you're like, okay, I know they've said everyone is giving fast fruit, but me sitting a revelation. When I get a revelation, you, you understand, but you've come for all the season 21 meetings, you go for all the 5 a.m. prayers, you, uh, you know, gather all your members for MC, and, and so you're confused, you're like, naye chichi. Bolingo. And it's not in Angai. And so God is like, I'm giving you a second chance. You guys, eh? Anyway. And he's like, I'm giving you a new heart. First of all, he says, I will give you. Where is the heart coming from? Right? It's not the 10K steps. Me Hardness of heart, I'm telling you. You've had 10K, but you're like, eh, hey, hey. oh, eh, hey, hey. I can't do 6,000. That does telling Pastor Emma that, do you know each day we don't make 10K, we are not walking in obedience? Yes. Hmm? Like, why am I striving to hit 10K? Okay, Apostles talked about a wearable device. Today I didn't wear mine, I forgot it, but it's red. So why do I insist that me, my phone can work? You think his can't work? You people, some, you know instruction. Instruction is the what? Instruction. So you find your heart getting hardened because I can think 10K, I want to do it. 6 a.m., I want to do it. But small, small things that allow your heart to harden. But God is giving us a what? Second chance. Is there a, is there a thing called second chance? Hey! What is, what is second chance in Spanish? Dos chances de la secundia low. Yeah. Masa bien amate. Anyway. Contuarmo. Anyway. But God is giving us a new heart. I want you to allow God to give you a new heart. He is giving you a new heart. I'm so excited. I'm like, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this second chance. Thank you that you get to give me a new heart. 
Kuwanga, this one which is hardened, I'm tired of it. It's stopping me from entering the promised land. Eh! If the revival is going to start through us, it's purely through the grace of God because you guys, Mazima. God has shouted prayer, prayer, prayer. When I, when I read about revivals and the way that people prayed through which it happened, we are on child's play. Do you understand? Even that one hour which was celebrating. No, okay, I celebrated one during one hour. Now, when you pass P7, you don't be like, I will stay in P7. You go to S1. Mm, that's one hour, aggregate four. Now go to S1. Mm, to veku one hour. You, you feel me? Are you feeling me? Are you feeling my body and go? says that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Omutima nimiro. The heart is a garden. So if your heart has in small, small cement, I know that some clever persons, like if my heart inside has cement, then I'll bring forth buildings. No! You are so funny. But you guys, I'm so funny. Let's first laugh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, use that joy to draw some water from the wells of salvation. be some good treasure, right? And the heart must be able to contain that good treasure and not reject it. Hmm? Because if, ah, am I allowed to do that on TV? Reverse. If I got very good beans, very good, the ones which shine like this, and I came here, and I put them here, and I prayed, and I watered. <laughs> Will anything come out? It's a hardened heart. It's a hardened heart. Like it doesn't matter. Eh? Cement is cement. Right? God is talking to us a lot about our hearts this year. Hmm? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence. Ah! For out of it spring the issues of life. Tell me words of diligence. When you hear the word diligence, what do you hear? Okay, 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 now let's get the words. 
Someone shout very loudly a word. Consistency. Commitment. Endurance. Vigilance. Yo, yo. What does keep mean? Safety, protect, guard, tereka. Hey? If I come and say, keep this for me, I might saying you can put it anywhere you want at any time, and if you get tired of it, you can give it to the other person. Secure it. Secure, take care of your heart with all diligence, steadfastness, endurance. Fort Knox, some of you know, for it's a prison which you cannot. Why? For out of the heart spring the issues of life. Sometimes you think that a thing you're watching is innocent. But you've not put Fort Knox around your heart. Because if you knew how precious it was, if you knew that out of your heart spring the issues of motherhood, out of your heart spring the issues of leadership, out of your heart spring the issues of marriage, out of your heart spring the issues of money, what are other things concerned with life? Out of your heart spring the issues of revival. What are other things concerned with life? You would not allow certain things in your heart. I went down a rabbit hole of some challenge. Then I told myself, what am I doing here? Mm. Like, I'm like, 30 minutes have passed, and now I'm tired, I want to sleep. How else could I have used that time? Bible plan, do you understand? Bible plan, what? You know, instead, you find yourself here in the middle of a worship song. What's playing? I love you for infinity. Yeah. Yeah, the people are laughing, know it. You're like, no, that's, that's not the song. Not the song. Wow. God wants to renew us. He actually does want to renew us. Is that correct? Praise the Lord. And he wants to renew us by the spirit of grace and truth. Hmm? He says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. He's giving you a new principle of life where you no longer seek the things of man but you seek the things of God. At a certain point in my life, church planting was not a thing. Right now, it is a thing. It's everything. And they are saying, of those churches that are going to be planted this year, 10 must come from me. Do you understand? It's like a real thing. 
where you're telling yourself that I must build a church with my own money. Do you understand? Where you're like, I must give this amount of money towards the rise and build because I'm buying up, I'm, I'm, I'm securing a piece of real estate for God. Yes. You start to seek the things of God. The things that start to make you feel bad are like, I did not spend enough time praying. Do you think that used to stress me? As in, it really didn't used to stress me. And it doesn't stress some of you. We were like, okay, I know I didn't pray today, but as in, YOLO. Matthew 6, 31 to 33 says, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Does that look like a thing that man seeks? Or what shall we drink? Does that look like a thing that man seeks? Yeah. Or what shall we wear? Does that look like a thing a man seeks? Yeah. You actually think that the money which you're going to be paid at your workplace in Jan is not going to take care of that stuff. How many of you have got to a point where you never worry about what you'll eat, drink, wear, rent because you have a salary? Please tell me when your salary stopped making you worry about those things. Tell me that day. As in, equals zero. But what does the verse continue to say? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. I want to know if there's anyone in this room who's a Gentile. Like we are sons of God. Hmm? Can you imagine if my son, he's seven years old, he's called Amara. Can you imagine if he was worrying about school fees? How would I feel? Or if they found him outside, begging for food. They're like, aren't you Dr. Kulo's son? Why are you begging for food? Like, he'll give you food. Why are you begging for food? For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He knows it. When you're driving that MPEX, you make sure it has fuel. You make sure that it has tires. You make sure that the paint job is okay. You take care of the vessel that you're using. God will take care of you. Then it says, but seek first the kingdom of God. Those are the things of God. When God gives you a new heart and a new spirit, you have a new principle of life, you start to seek after the things of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. What does added mean? Do you look for it? It's literally added to you. Media team, that's the clip you should cut out. When I'm saying literally added to you, you know, yeah, I wanted to connect a bit with Pastor Paul at a, you know, 
exchange has happened. And after the exchange, because you don't just exchange, isn't God amazing? He doesn't just exchange, He then equips you. He then equips you. Let's go back to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 36. He says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. Verse 27. And you will keep my judgments and do them. Isn't it amazing that God works in us both to will and to do? According to his, do you understand? Like, he's like, let me give you a new heart. Let me put my spirit within you so that I can cause you to want the things I want, to do the things I want, to follow the things I want you to follow. Do you understand? Cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. There is an equipping. There is a new will. You're filled with new purposes. You have new resolutions. You have new affections. You have new desires. You have new delights. Hey! Oh my gosh! Are you excited? Are you now seeing how your heart is going to burn within you for the revival and you'll be like, I must pray. I must evangelize, preach. I must shepherd the people. I must plant. Hey, hey. Those are new affections. Yes. God very recently bathed in me an extra level of desire to just serve him. Oh my God, none of this stuff matters. Nothing else matters. Hey. Nothing in this world will do. Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you. From my heart to the Jesus be the center, it's all about you, yes it's all about you, from my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center, it's all about you, yes it's all about you. Like you start to realize that in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter what car you drive. It doesn't really matter what location you go to. It doesn't really what, matter what part of Uganda you are from. Because Jesus has a mission and he has chosen to use you. And provision will find you where you are. Like, God, let me serve you because my life is nothing without serving you. My life means nothing if people are dying. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Cause me to give other people significance. Take away this heart. Pour your spirit. Let me love the people you love. Let me take care of the people you want me to take care of. Let me give to those that you have called me to. I must die empty. Everything you have deposited in me. 
I must release it. May you have a deep, 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 deep desire to serve God. A deep desire to serve God. Ephesians 4.24 says, And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness, God is your word true. That I can put on a new man that's created according to you in true righteousness, as in, oh, I'm the righteousness of God. Whoa, I shout it out. And holiness set apart for him. That's what I want my heart to be. It just yields to the will of God like this. Yeah. Where you go, I'll go. Where you send me, I'll go. You know that dress that you set apart for your wedding? Eh? Even after the wedding, if you find someone wearing it, knives come out. As in, why are you on my wedding dress? And people buy dresses, like you go and buy Vera Wang, $3,000, wear it, then keep it. Do not touch! That's you to God. Do not touch. Do not touch my holy one. They have a job to do. Do not touch. I picked them specifically for a specific purpose. Do not touch. Second Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. When? Okay. When they say, so and so has passed away. What did it mean? Tiaiseo or no? Mm. Pastor, what does pastor mean? Stop using words like no more does no more mean. Is it finished? Dead. Dead. Old things have passed away. So yes, Mukama, help me not to keep digging up that grave. Eh? To check on those old things. On an identity, I believed I was. On a lie that. Chanunka. Nothing smells. Behold, all things have become new. God, thank you for second chances. Chances. Mm. It's a new tongue. You see me here? I'm about to finish. I see your laughters. So an exchange has happened. And then an equipping. Isn't God so good? That he gives you the exam, then he gives you the marking script. 
Then after he gives you the marking script, he sits and does the exam himself. Yes. He's taken out the heart of stone. He's given you. Then he has given you, a, he's given you his spirit. So that, isn't that the marking script? Such you'll be able to obey his statutes. Okay? Then, then he sits the exam. Let me write this exam. And then the establishing. Verse 28. That after all this has happened, then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your forefathers. I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. Apostle was teaching in school of ministry and he says when God will establish you, he'll give you land. Yes. Everyone, Abraham. The Israelites. Is there anyone he gave a promise to and there was not land attached to it? When God will establish you, he'll give you land. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. Worship harvest. <laughs> what does our land look like? Our land looks like a million disciples in thousands of locations, hundreds of buildings. Our land looks like sons and daughters, signs and wonders sent for mission. Signs and wonders, sons and daughters sent for mission, right? Multitudes on mission. That's what our land looks like. Our land looks like everyone owning a home. Our land looks like breaking the back of poverty with generosity, right? Our land looks like kings and queens. Because Apostle was given a word that, 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 was it Pastor Alex? That he sees kings surrounding him. That is our land. And the land was given to our, 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 our apostle, because maybe for some of you he's not your father, but for purposes of this scripture. Then you shall dwell in that land. Everything that we have, we have because it has been deposited in a man of God. Right? And God is giving us access to it. When the word came that the little one shall become a thousand, when it came, did it come to you in your house? Who did it come to? To apostle. And we started dwelling in it. Right? And you see what happened with that word is many people allowed it. They gave their hardness of heart concern that gave it to God, received God's spirit, did the things they needed to do and a thousand came upon us. They taught us following. We started following. Do you understand? Thank you. Apostle gave a word. Wow. My notes are so good. Mm. I'm feeling them personally. Before we go to the word, Matthew 9 17 says, Nor do they put new, or else the wineskins break. So all these words are here. But are you in old or new wineskin? Is it the hardened heart or it's a heart of flesh that's ready to receive? 
the new spirit of God so that you can walk by his statutes. It says, or else the wineskins break and the wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. Do you know that you can be ruined by a good thing? That if you do not prepare for marriage, is marriage a good thing? That without a new wineskin of the kingdom of marriage, you can be ruined. Did you know that? So the wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins. Guess what? And both are preserved. Both the wine and the wineskin. A word was spoken that there will be a revival in a hundred years. We are in that era. And in fact, William Seymour said that this revival has the capacity to last until Jesus comes back. Do you have the capacity for that new wine? We've been given keys. We've been given keys to come from old wine skin to new. We've been told to pray. We've been told to evangelize. We've been told to shepherd. We've been told to plant churches. Tell me, doesn't that sound like keys that could last a revival many, 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 many years? If I teach Amaisa Namara how to pray and evangelize and shepherd and plant churches, it means that by the time he's a certain age, the revival is still going on. And he's teaching his children the same thing. Oshigeda. Yes. God is giving us a... Well. Every day, Apostle jumps here and the thing doesn't shake. God is giving us a second chance. Apostle gave us a word on New Year's Eve, Joshua 3, 7. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day, I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. That we are being put into a dispensation. You know how they also said that the revival won't be one person? That it will be many people? Don't you love it that that is the name of our apostle? Anyway, so we are being put in a new dispensation where the spirit that is on him, people will know that as God is with him, he is also with us. That in each of you there is a movement leader. Tell me, why won't revival happen and last years and years and years? Receive it! Receive it! You know, Auntie God is establishing us, right? In Numbers 11, 16 to 17, again, just, don't you just love this name? So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you. Friends, get back into the room. Simanyi. One of the ways 
that you will be exalted is by being in the room. Let's continue. Why? Then I will come down and talk with you there where Moses had gathered them, right? And I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put the same upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone. How many of us feel like the burden that we carry for the revival is the same as apostles? God is giving us an opportunity to have that burden for each of us to dream of a million disciples to do the thing needed to have a million disciples he wants to change our will our desire our affections he's giving us a second chance apostle gave us another word second samuel 7:10 moreover I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them any more as previously. God is establishing us. God is establishing us. We are taking Uganda. We are taking Africa. We are taking the world for good. God is raising kings and nobles around apostle. What do kings own? Kingdoms. Kingdoms. Worship harvest. God wants to use us. And he's going to use us. We are going to submit any hardness to him and be like, Mukama, help me. We are going to pray daily for our hearts. We are going to pray daily for our apostle. We are going to tell God, show me the thing that is stopping me. Bring it to surface and help me to repent straight away so that I may dwell in that land that you have promised me. Let's stand up and pray. Yanda rakashinti arara borro konda la la barra kasete la la borro konda la la borro konde la la ba shetele la borro ko shetele la borro nololo borro konde la la ba kasete la barra nere la ba Thank you Lord ruko shetele la borro konde la la borro ko shetele la barra nere la ba ruko shetele la borro konde la la borro ko shetele la borro konde la la barra kasete la la ba Roko sentana na borro konere na baraba kashitana na borro koshitina na maraka sekana na ba rakesetana na borro ndiana na baraka shetana na borro kodana na baraka nana na ba roko she shout the god roko ndiana na bosa kana na borro ndiana na borro kosekana na maraka nana na ba roko sekana na borro kosetana na baraka
Yes. Let's start at verse 7. Let's start at verse 7. It says, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. And verse 8 says, ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. God wants to give you an inheritance. God wants to give you an inheritance. These are the things that sons ask for. Ask of me. I will give it to you. It's not perhaps, maybe, I might. It's like, I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You might be in the room today and as I was teaching, your heart burned within you. And you haven't yet given your life to Christ. And God is saying, I want to be your father. I want to be your father. I literally want to give you a new heart. Old things must pass away. So that all things can become new. And I know it's a prayer meeting. And maybe you've been dragged into this room by your friend. But God is saying, I want to give you the ends of the earth for your possession. So if you're online and you're in this room and you've never made the decision to give your life to Christ, just put up your hand. Put up your hand. God is here. God is waiting. God is excited. God wants to love you. God wants to take care of you. God wants to give you the ends of the earth for your possession. I've learned another thing, community evangelism. Ask your neighbor, are you born again? Some of you are fearing to ask, real ask. Even if it's your husband, you might be shocked. And if the answer is no, tell them, would you like to get born again? If they don't say no, then you're like, okay. Are we all born again in this room? All your neighbors have said, yes, I'm born again. Okay. Praise the Lord. I'd like to... Is there a salvation? Can we celebrate Jesus? Just bring, just come, come. The Lord is good. Just walk with them to the front. It's okay. I just want to pray with you. You're telling the devil, eh, all things have died. <laughs> There's still a discussion happening there. There's some shy, shy which has caught, but it's okay. Continue praying, guys. Continue praying. Continue praying. Continue praying. Continue praying. I need a signal. I see Pastor Deno is there. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pray. Pastor Deno. Oh, he's coming. Praise the Lord. 
celebration in heaven. Can you match the celebration in heaven? So we are going to pray. Say, Heavenly Father. Hey, let's pray with him, right? Thank you because you have given me a new life. Thank you because the devil has no more hold on me. Thank you that today I move from death to life. I move from orphanhood to sonship. Take my life and make something significant out of it. Amen. Ooh, the Lord is good. There are a few people in the room. And as I was teaching, for you it wasn't a flippant thing. Like you made a hard decision of daily repentance. You understand? Where you're like, Radical decisions like I'll put my phone in the toilet to charge. So that when the alarm goes off, at least I move from one room to another. Hey! To pray. Like seriously. You've made the decision in your heart that look, eh? I will be diligent. Look, I will do all I can to do all I can to make sure that I walk in the statutes of this house and of God. You're in this room. You're like I must possess the land. I must get into the promised land. This heart of hardness must turn around like you're sick and tired of it. Just lift up your hand and pray in tongues. Lift up both hands and just pray in tongues. Have your personal prayer time with God. Father, I know that on my own I can't, but with your help I can do it. I choose daily repentance. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Rabba, the Holy Spirit is in the room right now. There's an anointing taking place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Someone is being healed of procrastination right now in the name of Jesus. Someone is being healed of fear. Because it's the fear that was holding you back. Someone is being healed of comparison. It was the comparison holding you back. Someone is being healed of physical sickness. Each time you've tried, the devil tries to hold you down with sickness. I said healing right now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of infirmity, leave this.
thank you, Hannah. Thank you because you've heard our prayers. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you that there is true repentance happening in the room. Thank you that today we choose repentance every single day. That the hardness, if there's any hardness, is being chipped away bit by bit by bit by bit. Thank you that we are properly entering is an acceleration. Thank you that people are going to get born again. Thank you that our homes are being established. Thank you, God, because you have chosen us and you will work in us. You will work in us. We surrender all to you. We surrender all to you. We receive your will, your desires, your affections, your principles. We receive them, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you guys for coming today of season 21. What day is it? It's one of the days of season 21. It's 16. It's day 6. We're in teenage years. <laughs> We're about to become adults in season 21. Thank you for sticking it out. Your time in the Lord is not in vain. It is not in vain. It really isn't. On Saturday, we have day of prayer. Tell your neighbor, day of prayer. Hey! From morning to evening, praying in the presence of the Lord. Come back tomorrow. Guess who you're bringing for our prayer meetings? All your friends who are not born again. You guys, don't fear. Are you... Don't fear, bring them. This is a good space, right? Kale, guys, thank you so much. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forever. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.